Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop. We work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality, and performance that underpin well-being as a competitive advantage. Our solutions include a well-being portal, an audit service, bespoke guide, workshops, and leadership coaching. Find out more by visiting www.bodyshopperformance.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Move to Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer. I hope you're well and staying healthy. Before we get going today on what is always, I would say, perennially popular topical subject of stress, I just want to draw your attention to a webinar that we're running on Friday the 6th of November at 11am. It's for HR directors, heads of people, chief people officers, heads of well-being, that type of role, or if you run your own business and you're very invested in the well-being of your people and the health of your people being the health of your business, then this is for you. And we will talk about some of the challenges facing well-being at the moment. We'll talk about the ways that organisations are responding to that challenge and what I think is coming up in the future that we're going to need to be very aware of. So uh, whilst we will deal with some of the thorny issues of scar tissue and mental health, this is a very positive and upbeat webinar, which hopefully will inspire as well as inform you in shaping your wellbeing policy for the rest of this year and more importantly perhaps next year in 2021 who knows what that will bring so uh, if you can join us we'd absolutely love to have you i'll put a link in the show notes as to how you can register for that it's a one-hour session it's very interactive we really encourage you to have the mic on the camera on and interact and um We'll certainly uh, look forward to to seeing you there if you can make it. So Friday 6th of November at 11am and that is called Lead with Wellbeing. So today's topic, it's about stress. Now there is rarely a moment that passes when we aren't subjected to some form of stress. And that could be emotional, it might be physical, it might be mental, it might be spiritual stress. You know, you don't have to be a deeply religious person to have some form of spirituality potentially. Um, But stress is stress. And the interesting thing about it is the body doesn't actually recognize the difference between these different types of stress. It just recognizes stress, physiological stress. So the way that the body will respond to it. And by the way, we are very, very durable. As human beings, we were designed to withstand quite significant amounts of stress at any one time. Where stress becomes problematic, and this is really important, is when it is persistent and prolonged. So intermittent bouts of stress, even severe stress, we can deal with. But when that pressure is on us constantly, that's when it becomes problematic. We were not designed to endure that degree of pressure. And I've mentioned before in previous episodes, but it's worth mentioning again if you're relatively new to the show. A lovely example that I was tipped off about actually from a friend and client who's been with my business body shop for a number of years. And she tipped me off onto this one. And when I'm doing face-to-face presentations or even when I'm doing them virtually, uh, I'll have to experiment on myself in the virtual ones. But I'll ask somebody to hold a glass of water and then confirm to me that they find that easy, that it's not heavy. And when they say, yeah, you know, that that glass of water, no problem, I can hold that. So I ask them to hold it out with their arm fully outstretched at 90 degrees to their body. And after a couple of minutes, you can see them going red, their arms twitching a little bit. They really want to put this thing down. And the point is, it's not the weight of what you're carrying that is stressful and causing you to feel that pressure. It's how long you're carrying it for. You've got to put the glass down. 
And it's the same for any stressful event. You can deal with it, but you can't keep holding it out like that. You've got to put it down. You've got to alleviate that stress, alleviate that pressure. So that is the thing with stress. And I think it's important to note that in, and also to be very positive about how resilient most of us are. It doesn't mean we can keep saying yes to stuff and not tackle the problems we have in our lives. But be assured that we are resilient creatures. And as long as you give yourself that opportunity to deload, to put the glass down, as it were, metaphorically speaking, then you will probably be okay. Now, stress is a difficult one, actually. There aren't any formal definitions of it, really. Burnout's been officially recognised by the World Health Organisation, but stress is a one we, we really struggle to define. Um, but it's the autonomic part of the nervous system that deals with stress. And we have two branches in the autonomic nervous system, and it's responsible for a lot of the uh, unconscious functions of the body, like breathing. We don't consciously think, ah, breathe. It just happens. And there are two branches, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. And I've mentioned these a lot before, but very briefly, sympathetic is what we would classically attribute to fight, flight, freeze. And parasympathetic is what we would classically attribute to rest and digest. So they're the two different branches. When we are in a stress state, we're sympathetically driven, but that could be a positive, a eustress, as well as a negative or a distress. So a eustress would be a heavy workout. It would be a cold shower. It would be a hot sauna. That would be examples of eustress. And uh, distress, it's obvious, really, you know, work problems, worrying about a job, relationship issues, things that um, are distressing. Now, the parasympathetic side of things is rest and digest. And as the name suggests, it's the state we should be in when we're sleeping and when we're eating. And ideally, we move, we oscillate between those two nervous system states throughout the day. Um, and if you wear a device like a first beat, for example, which is a great bit of kit that uh, my, myself and my business use, um, that will actually show you how often you spend in green parasympathetic dominance and how often you're in red sympathetic dominance. It's really interesting to see, actually, um, and how much deep restorative sleep you're getting, i.e. other nights green or are you waking up a lot and you're being interrupted. So that, I think, is very interesting. What I want to talk about particularly, I've given you a bit of an overview on stress and, and where it comes from in the body is the effect it has on the body and what I think we can sometimes do about it. So I'm talking more now about occasional bursts of stress rather than it being persistent and prolonged. So I'm not talking about somebody who is chronically stressed. I'm talking about occasional bursts of stress and what you can do with that pent up energy, basically. The energy needs to go somewhere. What happens is when you become stressed, the body goes into defense mode or perceived itself as being threatened, even though that may not be the case. You may just have a, a deadline looming or a quick bit of news you've got to react to and deal with and then you can recover. So what will happen is that blood will be diverted away from the gut and to the extremities of the body to ready for action. Your heart rate will go up. Your pupils will dilate. Uh, your blood pressure will go up. And the liver will secrete a bit of glycogen into the blood, which is essentially energy. So you will get, along with that increased cortisol, increased blood sugar as well. So it can be utilized for fuel. And if you don't actually do anything physically, you've got that kind of pent up energy there that needs to be spent somewhere. So if when you've solved your problem and you still find that you're a little bit jacked up, or even to help you solve this problem for this intermittent occasional burst of stress you have, do something physical. And the reason I don't, I don't advise this for anyone who's got prolonged or chronic stress is that you do not need to jack up your nervous system into sympathetic dominance. But if this is an occasional burst, get out there and burn that energy because it's got to go somewhere. And you might just be able to stack a short workout into that as well. So the sort of occasional burst I'd suggest just to burn off that energy would be some hit, 
So it could be anything between five and 15 minutes, a Tabata. A Tabata set is four minutes um, and that's 20 seconds on for any, any given exercise, 10 seconds rest. And you cycle through that eight times and that will give you four minutes. Interval sprints, if you can get out onto the pavement across the road to the park and just tear up and down for maybe 10 lots of 100 meter sprints or whatever you can do punches so if you've got a punch bag or if you can just stand there and throw punches shadow box plyometrics so a plyometric squat is where you drop into a squat and you jump back up again you land in a squat and you jump back up and you can do that with lunges uh, you can do that with burpees burpees is kind of plyometric all of that kind of stuff and burn off that energy it's got to go somewhere and, you, and you'll bring your blood sugar down very rapidly if you do that as well uh, your cortisol will remain high because you're essentially still in a, a sympathetic nervous system state but it will burn off some of that nervous energy um, this I was kind of inspired to record this because I've had this conversation with a few people and that's exactly the advice I gave them but what I would say is bring your nervous system down again and help it accelerate the uh, the nervous system switch from sympathetic to parasympathetic by finishing up with some breath work, with some meditation or with a cold shower, um, just allow that heart rate to come down, that blood pressure to come down, the cortisol to move out of the blood and for the minor body to just relax. And that is a pretty powerful thing to do because if you do that, you've essentially practiced nervous system. I hate to say mastery, but a form of that. You have deliberately reduced your nervous system state. You've burnt up the energy that you've had caused by this increase in stress and then you have brought down the nervous system into a parasympathetic dominant state with something very conscious like breathwork meditation or a cold shower so that is it for this week um, share this with anyone who needs to hear it be cautious about who you recommend this to because it is for people who are having occasional bursts of stress or excitatory occasions but not if they're chronically stressed but other than that i hope it's been useful give me a feedback if you've enjoyed this if it's been a good one let me know and stay healthy if you're ahead of people we'd love to see you on that webinar but otherwise i'll talk to you next week as always and all the best for now if you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. So if you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.